Let me set the stage. Let me set the stage for you, TJ. Let me set the stage. Big CB. He's at Sun Life Organics in West Hollywood. Can you can He's, you explain what that is for listeners who are not from West Hollywood? Um, well, it's a small um, and iconic chain of of smoothie and bowl uh, restaurants located in in uh, Pasadena Close, but Malibu originally, and then and then Calabasas, and now WeHo. Good, um, good for smoothie and bowl. Uh, good, it's where you and bowl. You get a. You, it's a good place to get a uh, seventeen dollars smoothie that is that is a, a royal blue color. Painted and tinted from uh, you know expensive algaes from the Pacific Ocean. I did actually. Usually, I get the Wolverine, um, but today I did. I did splurge for the million dollar smoothie, which is seventeen ninety five. Okay, but I, I I added some coffee to it, and it's got me jolting, baby. Okay, so the million dollar smoothie. What is the, what is the hero ingredient of that, and how does it dance with your friends, the bean? Wish I knew, bro. <laughs> So you you have no you don't even know what the main ingredient of that smoothie is. No, bitch, I don't know. It tastes good and it makes <laughs> me feel good. I don't give a fuck what the ingredients are. What you think I'm a farmer's market? <laughs> Damn, I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, you're just but, so when you go to a restaurant, you're like, let me get the bowl and like, do you want to know what's in it? And like, I don't know. It's food and stuff. Just give it. I'll eat it. Uh, exactly. If it's, I mean, look from a from a reputable source like mm-hmm. like Sun Life, it don't matter, bro. Anyway, so I'm sitting there. You know, it's an overcast morning. I'm I'm just vibing, and then you know mm-hmm. the Smiths, Shoplifters of the World comes on because my man that runs Sun Life has great taste in music. Mm-hmm. Um, I see two motherfucking dudes, two separate dudes, mm-hmm. walk by with fucking jogger style pants with a, a a an elastic at the bottom and Timberlands on in L.A. <laughs> well, and you know, Jason, you don't even have to ask. You know those motherfuckers were white. You already know. I do know that. Well, you know, today is, you know, I guess this weekend is kind of the first real weekend of chilly season. And, you know, the temperatures have dropped down into the 60s. So... It is. I mean, it, it, it's been a little overcast. Like now that we're snuggling on the couch with LP and and watching Netflix's girlfriends, you know, sometimes a blankie is going to start coming out now. Whereas well, before, I, I, we're we're stripping the clothes off. We're yeah. I mean, I TJ was walking. TJ was walking around swinging, and now he's got the Celine blanket wrapped around his little <laughs> stems. But anyway, so that really, I, I you know, it the smoothie. Luckily, the smoothie was delicious, and it didn't it didn't actually ruin my day. Like I said on Twitter, to see these two bozos. But you know, then because I was riding high on shoplifters of the world, I got into the mm. car, and you know, I switched off the um the Kevin Morby album, which is fantastic but a little depressing, and put on. Oasis Be Here Now Deluxe Remastered Edition. And I just want to talk about mm. that record and how great it is, Jason. Speak on that, my brother. It's just, man, there's just, it's, it's just fucking under, underrated. It's an amazing album. And I would suggest that on this So Sunday, why, why is it underrated? Because it's not as popular as another body yeah, of work it just doesn't it just doesn't get the respect but it's got i mean it's got do you know what i mean it's got stand by me it's got i hope i think i know it's it's got the girl in the dirty shirt a true classic don't go away i mean it's you know i don't i don't want to harp on oasis because we know this yeah is don't a, this go is away a, that's one of my faves yeah it's a, i mean this, it's just bar after bar after bar so i'm i'm driving down sunset boulevard on a beautiful sunday morning i'm sipping this 20 dollars smoothie mm-hmm. um actually you know my, my shooter didn't charge me for the coffee edition which is fire so it was, it was just it was just the <sighs> mm-hmm. ac plus tip i mean obviously i had to little, leave a little tip you know sure in these um, trying times 
I'm driving down Sunset Boulevard. I'm sipping this smoothie, and I'm listening to Oasis, and I'm thinking, "Damn, Chris, life is good." You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was really for that for that 15 minute drive home. You know, nothing could stop me, Jason. Wow, this that's that's some pretty good growth. So you were so were you, able, you were able to be present in the moment and just appreciate all the things that were going on in your life right now. What you've set up to create this, you know, utopia. You know, some people call it West Hollywood. Call it what you will, but uh, <laughs> some people call it utopia. Some people call it thanks, Chris Black's utopia. Thanks to the power of the Lord, you were able to, uh, you know, take a moment and appreciate, especially on today, Sunday, the you know, the well, day you know, of this, our Lord. This did strike me while I was driving by the cursed mosaic church. So maybe, yeah, that, yeah, maybe yeah. that's part of it. But no, I just, I really, I didn't look at my phone. You know, I didn't think about Twitter.com. Wow. I didn't think about you. Um, I just, you know, I was able, I was able to just focus on okay. the beautiful music of Oasis and the and the overcast skies of Los Angeles, which I, you know, as you know, I usually have a problem with. Mm-hmm. But, but I think because I'm I'm missing PSL season in New York, I'm feeling a little a little you know nostalgic for fall. Could you explain what PSL season is in New York for our listeners, please? Um, well, it's it's I wouldn't actually have one, but pumpkin spice latte season <laughs> is is one way mm-hmm. a way to situate you you know for fall. Basically, yeah, this this know. is where which is where Bay pulls out the flappy autumnal hat and cozy <laughs> cozy cozy gear. Exactly, exactly. So um, okay, okay. So I I guess you know no no better way to get the week started off or the, or get to to get the day started off than this. But uh, it's making me kind of wonder. You know, I'm a spiritual cat. We all know that. So how uh, <laughs> I, I want to know how we arrived at this. So let's let's maybe retrace our steps back to last night. What was what did something happen where your behaviors today were a reaction, or did something great happen that you wanted to keep going from last night? AKA, no. did you super spread at Escuela last night? No, I did though. Meet up with um, super spreader Twin Coleman and Mikey at Erwan for mm-hmm. a, a meal. And then I just came home. So you had a you Saturday know. night Erewhon outdoor dining experience. Exactly. You had some buffalo cauliflower that was cooked at 11 a.m. that day. Ha- <laughs> uh, yesterday's buffalo cauliflower was a little bad, but luckily they, they were fully stocked on my favorite avocado, white bean, and kale salad. Oh, um, thank God. And what was, which, the, uh, what was the dessert option that was stolen I, today? Actually, the, the dessert option, um, Jason, I went with the TJ favorite, a little a slice of classic mixed berry pie. Okay, so this... TJ so this is what this is where I knew this is kind of where I was heading with my with my theories but yeah so you were you were walking on sunshine because you allowed yourself on on a weekend you know Chris we've been working so hard all week you know a lot of all emails we do, all we do all content, we do is work, hours and hours of content being squirted out by us from uh, from our content pores and it's important on that on that weekend day to just mm, Maybe not. Maybe we're not going to do fifty thousand push-ups that day. Maybe we're not going to starve ourselves. Maybe we are going to have a little slice of organic, field-roasted, grass-fed blueberry pie. It was delicious, and, and you, really and you s- took the moment to enjoy it, didn't you? I did take the moment to enjoy it. Mikey had Mikey went with a pumpkin cheesecake, which I thought was very seasonal. Um, I did not. For, I did him. not. I did not have a bite because pumpkin stuff is gross, and cheesecake is also not really my favorite. Mm, cheesecake is good. Pumpkin stuff, unless it's a a, a, a proper pumpkin pie, I don't. You know I don't. I, like? I don't you know feel a need to, for it. 
every once in a while, you know, back in the day when I was a little um, heftier, you know, I would maybe opt. Every, some, of, I, I, some of your less refined days, to put I, it in I a Cobra Snake term. I wouldn't mind, yeah. I wouldn't mind sometimes a cheeky pumpkin ravioli if it was nice enough. <laughs> just Damn. a couple squares. Just a couple squares with some sage brown butter. Just a couple squares. Damn, I feel like I'm the drug dealer on, on Euphoria and your Zendaya. <laughs> but, bro, just a couple. I don't need the whole plate, dog. Just a, I don't. I just need a couple squares. So... You know, it is weird because I feel like the I'm not I've I've never woken up and been like you know what I'm really craving today, the flavors of the you know the large squash pumpkin. I've never I've never craved the flavors of squash ever, let alone a, a pumpkin which is you know not not in the not in first place as it pertains to other squash. So so it is pumpkin it is, is just pumpkin is bad is bad. Yeah, I mean, I think pumpkin is a thing that people like have to eat just because it's there. But and obviously, you know, there's the there's the seasonality nostalgia of like I don't know what to eat today. I'm I'm glad that you know this company tells me that it's time to start eating things that are made out of pumpkins for some reason, even though pumpkin not necessarily delicious, especially comparing it to say a Japanese sweet potato. Or now, that's know, also actually I did have a Japanese sweet potato at Air One last night as well, and that really hits the bloody spot for me. That hits the bloody spot, and and I think it's probably more nutritious as well, even though it does have more sugar. But you know, there's all there's there's so many bomb ass squashes out there. Even I'd even rather eat a motherfucking <laughs> zucchini squash than I a pumpkin. Too. Jason, can you make me some zucchini chips? I really like those. Oh, who has the time? Zucchini chip? Let me. You mean like a dehydrated zucchini? Yeah, dehydrate for me, Daddy. No, I cannot do that. I, I don't. I don't own a dehydrator. God, what the fuck do you even do over there, Mister? I cook all the time. You don't Bro, have a dehydrator. I, yeah, I'm, there's a yeah. I I cook. I'm not. I don't dehydrate. And dehydrating. That's some. You know, unless I'm like starting a kale chip business. That you're, is, not, you're not doing it. No, no one. No one has the, the. No one has a dehydrator unless you're like Rene Redzepi or you're starting up a kale chip biz. I actually, you know, it's it's shocking maybe to hear this from me, but the kale chips are disgusting. Like I actually don't like them. Um, I I used to make them actually. Not disgusting. It's not disgusting is the wrong word, but I feel like it would work better as like a a crumbly topping than a substitute for a chip. Quote yeah, unquote. yeah, yeah. That's true. It, more, yeah, more of a crumble. Not unlike the za'atar breadcrumbs at Sweet Green. Um, nut, you know, nut. which is just a big, massive fucking nut. The foods of Sweet Green. Oh, baby. <laughs> Yeah, um, hit, the, hit the cashew, baby. You already know the vibe. Yeah, I went. I copped yesterday, actually. Oh no, two days ago. I went in. I was like, "Oh my, my cashew's all done for the month." Um, you know, the the food budget has been spent. I swiped that. I swiped that QR, and the man was like, "We're all good here. We're done, brother." And I'm Damn. like, "Damn, baby." Are you saying that TJ name rings bells at the at the like? They didn't even. Do you just walk in? They know you by face. They got no. your picture up in the back. Uh, quite the opposite. It's more of you know somebody, some you know. Every time I mention the sweet words of sweet green, <laughs> you know, an angel hears it and then adds more tokens into my account. <laughs> Drink uh, <you> tokens, <laughs> salad tokens. Yeah, into your my, my salad, my salad tokens are increased, <laughs> and also, um, it, it's kind of like 
I don't, I don't, I, I can't explain how it happens, but it just, it just kind of has to happen that way. Well, and, I have to say, I mean, your powers are, I, I can attest to your powers because my cashew bucks be booming as well. And mm-hmm. I have no, I have no connection to the sweet green family of restaurants. Yeah. And some, for some reason, you know, the, the, the partners and owners of sweet green, you know, listen to and enjoy this podcast, you know, so you know, despite everything I know about them, God bless them. Because yeah, they, they seem too successful f- to listen to this, to be honest. <laughs> That's kind um, of where my head is at. They're like, <laughs> but, but, damn, God bless. I, 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 I mean, feel, but yeah, because Nate, one of the owners, he was like, yeah, I heard you guys mentioning Sweet Green on the pod, you know, loving the pod, sounds funny, blah, blah, blah. Here's, you know, just wanted to say hi, check in. And I'm like, man, don't, don't listen to this. Like, you, <laughs> you, I'm, I'm getting in the way of you changing the world and like the, like the food you know the food ecosystem and like the the chain supply is being rewritten by you guys and you have the power to do so much shit don't 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 muddy up the mind with with this pod slop but hey this is how long gone is 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 the hot cuisine of pod slop so maybe that's <laughs> maybe that maybe that's how maybe that's how it's been seen um <laughs> You know, this morning I, we got a surprise um, oh. from. I, I, I don't know if you guys watched the the Twitch dispatch on on Friday, um, but there was a real special moment that happened, Jason. And mm-hmm. I think you're. I think you know what I'm talking about. But um, you're talking about Freestyle Fridays. We're talking about Freestyle Friday, something that we didn't know we were dipping our toe in. But but Noah, um, the the one of the the bass player, brother of Dylan. Um, in, in rebounder who who was there to give a live a live performance with Jesse Rutherford from the neighborhood he he had been sitting kind of quietly during the Q and A portion you know when, mm-hmm. when when we invited the band back to the couch you know for a little Q and A post performance he was he was being a little quiet and some of the the Twitch the Twitch listeners fans were chiming in like blink twice if you're alive etc and yeah yeah he, uh, or like guy in green shirt move move challenge or like move your arm challenge or something you know. He Twi- literally, Twitch comments are. I'm, I'm still getting used to them. Sorry, go ahead. He he threatened. So then he threatened the list the, the, the listeners with a freestyle, mm-hmm. and I, I thought he was kind of kidding. Mm-hmm. And then he freestyled, and it was fucking incredible. Man wasn't kidding. And so so basically, he he didn't really say anything the whole episode. He was just sitting there watching us, you know, doing whatever it was that we were doing, and then did a full recounting of everything that we talked about, all the subjects, all the images that we pulled up, every reference that we covered, and he tied it all together in a in a little bow. He was he was he was quite literally, you know, just beasting in the underground the entire episode. <laughs> just just building and adding to his his rhyme book and then he did drop some bars that were, you know, truly dazzling. I'm I, I was blown away and it, and it felt kind of interesting to you know, I've heard freestyles, but I don't know if I've ever been freestyled about. You know, I I try to avoid freestyles actually, and Same. especially when a white man threatens to freestyle, I literally run the <laughs> other way. Um, no, but this this was just honestly, it was such a surprise, and it was so well done and timely. I just mm-hmm. it was it. It's honestly what entertainment should be. I, and, I was inspired to be a better entertainer, and also the the fact that it was on Twitch and it was live. Really yes. made it feel even more, you know, kind of special and rare. Raps, it did feel like Rap City, the basement. Because um, because even Rap City, you know, it, you know, it feels live when you're watching it, but it, you know, it's it's pre-recorded, and anything on television for the most part has been pre-recorded. The, whatever is going on live, you know, it's pretty rare to see that nowadays. So it was it was special to experience that, and 
Yeah, I, I look forward to uh, you know other other Twitch moments like that where we are truly flabbergasted. Unfortunately, he didn't have a stack of money to count while he was freestyling, a mm. la the the legendary Cameron episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's it's there's still time. You know, this 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 Twitch thing is 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 just taking off. So, but also, you know, Chris, the, aren't you know? There's there's so many different styles of podcasts, and true. aren't we? You know, freestyling. If you really think about it, as it pertains to you know, comparing us to say a, a failing, you know, true crime podcast. Are you format. saying? Are you saying, Jason, that how long gone is the freestyle Fridays of podcasts? I'm saying, you know, a lot of a lot of what we do coming off dome with these bars is is something that most podcasters, aka studio wanksters, are afraid to do. <laughs> I is in the. I would say I don't write shit down because I ain't got time. Is what I would say to that, Jason. Yeah. To quote, is is that Wheezy F? That is Wheezy F. Yeah, we don't have time to write shit down. We ha- we 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 simply have to come off dome. Just because our iCal is unfortunately fully booked up, I mean, the, the, it's it's it would be impossible for us to do any more. Really, I mean, it would be impossible. And I mm-hmm. also think that, you know, I think that that going into it with an open mind is, you know, we're just we're that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to enter with a with an open mind, with no preconceived notions, yeah. with with no you know conversation starters. You know, life is a conversation starter if you really think about it. Yeah, if you if you need your podcast to be edited. You're a fucking loser. I mean, unless it's true crime and somebody's checking for the accuracy. <laughs> but then you're a pussy for doing that kind of podcast anyway. Mm-hmm. So that that you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, if you're if you're not about letting it spray life, don't don't let it spray. Please don't come at me. And you know, also my outfit received a lot of attention on the the tur- the, the Twitch stream this week. Yeah, I, I like that the, uh, the our audio podcast now is a time for if anyone missed the clothing that yeah. Chris Black was wearing on the video feed. You know, we will we will make sure to cover that in the you know in the in the fit watch. So you were wearing the 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 nice substitute teacher swag. I just, I guess that's what I, that's more what I'm saying. It's not about my outfit. It's that I've never really thought about the 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 college professor swag. Um, Substitute na- teacher swag. But no, I think it was college professor. You know, uh, we don't we don't have to get into the details, but it was. But a, I do think, but I do substitute teacher swag. It's all okay. Good. That's fine. But I do substitute. Think let's go substitute professor. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something that exists from two college graduates. We just really know the lay, <laughs> lay of the land out here. Mm-hmm. But I do think that that's maybe a look I'm going to lean into a little more for fall because I, I think that it's age appropriate for me. Yeah, as, still- as as you're approaching forty, it's it is about time that you started maturing your look a little bit, and I think that's a wise choice as as the uh, as the years kind of quickly add on to the uh the little black book as it were yeah thank you jason for that because i look to you for all of hey, my no style problem. advice a guy that's born and <laughs> born and raised in california the true glut of, of style in, in yeah, america that's true it is true uh, if only we were able to dress the way they dress in the uh georgia in the state of georgia to be to be fair i think that georgia might be better dressed than orange county uh i mean georgia I mean, yeah, I may be so. I mean, what's worse? Like, I, I don't, that's the thing. Is uh, it, a boat shoe cool? or a black fly, you know? What's worse? I, I mean, they're equal yet different, but I do think there's like a Bass Pro Shop moment is a little cooler. Some Realtree camo is a little cooler than a rusty t-shirt and some Quicksilver cargos. Wrong. False. <laughs> Wrong. Don't come for a big rusty. But rusty's a chip. That's the only rusty I recognize. <laughs> 
No, Rusty, you know, Rusty in its prime. Pretty cool. Bitch, you were never rocking Rusty. I had, yo. Yo. 10-year-old <laughs> TJ. Rusty was, oh, baby. that's That was 10-year-old TJ Margella, you know, back in the day. Oh, no, my. Do not put those two things yeah, in Yeah, Rusty mouth was the, the Yoji of, of San Clemente, bitch. <laughs> Rusty was the Yoji of yeah. San Clemente. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Damn, they're never going to let you into Paris now, bro. You're talking too crazy. <laughs> TJ well, in Paris is never happening. See, much much like the uh, fellow fellow musician and content creator Kanye West, I see things in three dimensions, whereas I other see. people see in kind of two dimensions. And the way I explain the visions that I have, it kind of comes out in a way that a mind like yours is unfortunately not able to fully comprehend. I agree that I have a, unfortunately, I have a 2D mind. And I think that's not only the key to my success, but it's what makes me better than you. Um, but what? <laughs> Damn. Um, what? Spoken like about, a real 2D. That's right, baby. Uh, tell me about, so did you watch president, presidential candidate, uh, vice presidential candidate <laughs> Kanye West on the uh, Joe Rogan uh, Super Spreader podcast? I, I did not watch it, but I listened uh, a little. I listened to like an hour of it this morning. I don't. I, I've never had an interest in watching Joe has it Rogan. Made you? Has it? Is it possible that somebody that has actually made you dumber that quickly? Well, it. I don't know. It, it's kind of hard because Kanye West is so all over the place and just rambling and babbling, and you know it, he's like this little little child that wants to get everything out, and it comes out in weird ways that. It's hard to have him reined in, and you can, you can kind of just see him like it's hard for him to control his his spray. So it, it was hard <clears throat> to really get anywhere. I mean, yeah, he yeah he might have a little outburst like that, Chris. Um, it makes it makes no sense. I mean, I listened bipolar to the first black. ten minutes. I, put, I I listened to the first two minutes. I was like, I'm I'm straight on this. Uh, yeah, I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't really have a plan for anything that he's doing in terms of like how to change the world, other than he knows that he wants to change the world. I, I think I don't I don't I, I, I guess I, I I think I don't think he's as bad as I thought he was after listening to this for an hour. Like I I think his heart really? may or may not be in the right place. It doesn't matter if his heart is in the right place, in my opinion. But you know, I think the problem is like he he may he may or may not have pure intentions. I don't think he's an evil person like like Donald Trump is, for example. But I would agree, I would agree there. But I also think that what he wants to achieve and accomplish is just he doesn't even understand what it is, how to explain it, or especially you know, let alone how to implement it and and put in the structure in place to do that. But I mean, I, if. You know, as as horrible as Kanye West is, and as dangerous he is as a person, like it sucks that he will take votes away from, you know, people who are actual politicians who have a chance at winning the presidency by him telling people to write Kanye West in. It's just you know, you might as well write, you know, Triple X Tentacion in, or you I've know, considered it. Chet Hayes in. What there's no. There's no reason to do that because he's never going to win. So he could, you know, obviously be hurting the Trump more. But I, I guess I had a, I also had like a weird conspiracy theory about that because people oh, are cl- pe- classic, classic TJ. It was, you know, the edible was kicking in, but a lot of people always complain of like, you know, whenever a third party comes in, like a Kanye who obviously is never going to win them, you know, he's taking votes away from the person we want. You know, let's say we want Biden to win. We don't want Trump to win. 
And if well, let's hey hey hey, hey. <laughs> let's not. This podcast is apolitical. Let's Look, not. I know, you know. I I was only saying that as an example. Uh, you okay. know, just just for this scenario. So okay, let's say let's say we we want Trump to lose, um, and and whoever is voting for Kanye, you know, that's a vote that could go for Biden, somebody who has an actual chance of winning, and not Kanye. So that person could be the difference between. Biden winning or losing if, you know, let's say half yeah. a million people vote for Kanye instead. But w- what if, you know, you know, if, if we if Kanye is playing 5D chess and he is he is on a, a higher plane of thinking, if him aligning himself with Trump wearing the make America great again hat saying slavery was a choice, all these things to kind of separate himself from the democratic side of things and you know having so many people hate him and republicans welcome him will he take votes away from trump more than than biden at this point thus helping biden in the ultimate 5d chess move i mean honestly anything is possible but that's a little bit of a stretch (laughs) obviously it's a it's a bit of a stretch but that that's a happy ending that i would like to see happen I I my happy ending Kanye West goes away forever. That that's my happy ending. Or Kanye West is is you know I I've had this long time theory with Kanye West that he's he thinks of himself as kind of like a Bowie-esque character where the Kim Kardashian marriage and this whole thing is kind of like a phase and yeah. he will come out this is his Ziggy Stardust and he will come out of this and do something different. So mm. I would love for Kanye to divorce Kim, mm-hmm. never think about politics again, mm-hmm. never do an interview again, and maybe get in the lab with no ID. You know what I'm saying? It really makes him makes him <laughs> heat. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe that's what happens. Maybe no ID. Maybe maybe Kanye goes in the lab with Primo, and we just get some classics. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so you want you want you want you want to keep him only in the music world. You don't want him designing clothes. You don't want him nope. doing none of that's good. None of it's good. None, none of it's good. Important. None of it's important. It's mostly annoying. The thing that Kanye West is best at is rapping and making beats. Mm-hmm. And when he's doing those, he's proven that he is an absolute genius legend. Mm-hmm. Everything else he does feels a little half cooked. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, did you see? I think we saw in the group chat that somebody posted. All you know, like a, a sneak peek of all the pieces for the Gap collection. I, Jason, let me be honest. I didn't click on that because I don't care. Okay, so I don't know if this is real or true, or if this is just a whatever. But it's a, been floating around. It's a been floating around all but week. It, but it had every item. You know, like sweatshirts, hoodies, shoes. What the you know the whole thing. But every single item was was priced at fifty dollars. What yeah. do you, what do I mean, you think, think about that? I mean, that's the only way that that will work. I mean, I think that it has to be if if he's going when to you, bring when you his, say when you say work, what do you mean by that? Be be a successful sale, I mean, like well, like well, will I, sell I, well. I, I just yeah, I mean, I think that like making enzyme wash sweatpants, which is what he's good at, for five hundred dollars is <laughs> is obviously like not approachable for most people. Mm-hmm. Whereas making them for fifty dollars, even if the quality is less, but they come from the gap, I mean, that's fine. That's how much gap clothes cost. Mm-hmm. So it's but, like my I guess more so the fact of like changing the the pricing structure of clothing to begin with to where an entire collection, everything is is priced at the same price. Where I, I guess that's sort of like mm. like like a socialist pricing structure or just like breaking mm. it down of like so you're saying that if kanye west becomes president we're gonna have to wait in line for bread cheese and <laughs> gap gap yeezy i'm Is just, I'm just well it's more of like the the 
the profit margin is different for every single item. So like obviously yeah. it costs more money to make uh, a jacket than it does a pair of socks because of the materials hey, Jason, and time spent. Hey, Jason, don't mansplain fashion to me, sweetie. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not explaining. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I would never do that. I know that you're a, a true fashion killer. I know that you can be seen wearing skirts and other things like that. That is uh, above my pay grade. But I'm just explaining it to our listeners at home who have not seen okay, this. Okay. That's but, you know, so, you. so so it, it, it doesn't make sense from a business standpoint to price every single, you know, a T-shirt the same as a pair of jeans. Be, or, no, it do, no, it doesn't. So obviously it doesn't. So then, you know, is is it interesting to you how somebody, you know, obviously the Gap isn't going to invest all this money, you know, basically risking the future of their entire brand on this line if it's not going to be, you know, financially successful. So is it possible to create a business structure for a line of clothing to where every item costs the same price and everything evens out in the end of like, okay, the socks no. cost is, is it's I, not. I don't, I don't see how that's possible. Maybe, maybe it is. I mean, I'm obviously no expert in production and, and, and that side of the business, but mm -hmm. I mean, I think Gap was desperately reaching for any sort of relevancy, and this is what they chose to do, and they're probably regretting that decision. Um, <laughs> and I think that document that we're talking about is probably not real. Um, mm -hmm. It's probably something made by one of these dorky fucking you know men's fashion Instagram accounts. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not. It's also not insane to think he would try something like that, much to the detriment of the Gap. <laughs> Like, he does not care about the gap. You know what I mean? I think he cares about getting this stuff made, maybe, um, mm. and having it out in the in that many stores. I mean, I think a lot of what he's talking about lately is, you know, making that stuff accessible and affordable for everyone. But mm -hmm. um, I, I don't think that, that that's, like, not important. <laughs> like, who cares if Kanye West clothes are approachable for everyone? Like, what does that really mean in the scheme of things? Like, I don't give a shit. Like, the <laughs> shoes are still $300, and that's what people really care about. So, like... Mm -hmm. And three hundred dollars for a sneaker for for a majority of the world is stupid. I mean, that's stupid for me, in my opinion. Like, yeah. I, I'm not buying a sneaker for three hundred. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. um, but he's just he's just like he's truly he he's truly taken it so far. The only thing that could bring him back is music, and I think that's the thing he's the least focused on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the music has definitely suffered as it's his much other like it's much like have. you, TJ. It's much like you. You're focused on this podcast and the DJing. Is su <laughs> it's suffering. It's suffering. We're not getting the new mixes. We're not getting the edits. It is We're suffering. Not getting yeah, I have been. And I've been blowing it out at my gigs lately. I will be honest. Like you're too worried about smoking cigs and podcasting, and not worried enough about these blends. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, my Coachella set this year was a letdown. And, uh, <laughs> luckily, I, think I have only lucky, myself to blame. You're lucky Coachella was canceled because you weren't ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. I, I, I think that it, it also, I, I just like to see things being disrupted. No, no Elon voice. I like, the, I like the idea of somebody being like, well, like, let's just try something new and okay, and okay, Everlane, okay, okay, Everlane, Everlane. What is, I don't even understand that reference. I know that's a clothing company. Tell me more about. Well, Ever Everlane thought their radical transparency was going to change the business, and then it was discovered their transparency wasn't so transparent. Um, what, what what were they being transparent about? Like supply chain, every little issue, like basically trying to show every step of the way, like oh, how okay. they're doing it differently and how much it costs, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna. No one cares. Like no, no, <laughs> one, no one really cares. Like a very small amount of customers actually care about that. Yeah, so it's only like making, dorks and losers care. 
thank you. But I mean, making things like well made and affordable and sustainable as possible is 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 absolutely what people want. Mm -hmm. But they don't want to be beat over the head with those things. They still want to just be cool clothes that that cost the right price. It's it's a great bonus feature to have, and if it's there, then we're grateful that it is there. But we're not going to hinge our our life around that. Right at at this current moment, yeah. That but. We could in the future, you know, depending on we should how. in the future. I mean, I think some of that is like I think some of that is like people are hedging their bets and want to be first, which yeah, I we think should. is always a good thing. And I mean, the the world is absolutely crumbling under the weight of our disrespect for it. Yeah, um, unfortunately, yeah, you're you're kind of hedging your bets that everyone will keep ruining the earth. Well, and, no, I'm saying that I think to. that people people we know are aware of this stuff and care about it to an extent. Um you know, no one's showing up with, you know, everyone's showing up with their Nalgene or their, you know, whatever bottle. No one's showing up with the fucking, you know, plastic Fiji except me. Um, mm-hmm. And and just sometimes. And um, <laughs> and I think the reality is most of America could give a shit because that idea seems like pie in the sky very far off to them. Yeah. Um, but and that's partly because of obviously like there are real tactical things that you you know you must deal with every day like you know poverty and where's my next meal like there are people that are dealing with real problems mm-hmm. and even though the earth being on fire is a real problem it, it doesn't feel real when when your other problems are are pressing and more day to day sure 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 i don't i don't have time to deal with the ozone layer depletion yeah I'm trying to, uh, you know, like feed my family. It, it's not, it, it's family. not, it's not going to hit the same. But I, I don't think that Kanye West is the guy for that job. I don't think Kanye West knows what the fuck he's talking about. I think that, um, you know, the, the Gap wants to make money. They probably gave him a lot of money, and the rev share is probably very, very favorable. You know, for mm-hmm. for, for Kanye. Um, but it's unfortunate because I think the Gap is one of America's greatest iconic brands and it could be absolutely nursed back to health by the right person. I don't think Kanye West is the right person, but Mm -hmm. the gap is desperate. They're grabbing at straws. That's what worked. It got them a lot of press. Their stock spiked and and maybe that's all they wanted. Do you think, do you think whenever all is said and done, the smoke, the smoke clears and you know, Kanye has whatever $10 billion in the bank. Do you think he will use that money for good? Do you think he will, you know, build some crazy thing or donate it or or something like that? I think a lot of these celebrities are doing charity on a level that we have no comprehension of that we don't hear about is the reality. And I think that's an unfortunate thing. I, I'm, I'm happy they well, do How it much way. of it is just for tax reasons? That doesn't matter, though, really, does mm-hmm. it? You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 that's my problem. I think that, that whatever motivates Fair. you to do something good is fine. And it's like, especially if you're not talking about it. Like, I think a lot of these guys are doing things constantly, whether it's on a like micro or macro level for their families or the people in their circle or people from their neighborhood, or it's for like larger organizations and charities. Mm. It's like, it's like, does it really matter if you get a tax break? Does it really matter if you're doing it for the right or wrong reasons as long as you're doing it? Like, I don't, I don't really care about that. <laughs> Hey man, I, I can't I, I can't disagree with anything that you just said. That's rare, but I mean, I think I think that 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 celebrities, you know, uh, are doing more good than saying vote on their Instagram, and we just don't hear about it. <laughs> Dorky ass motherfuckers. So, <laughs> uh, you know, Halloween. We're just around the corner. Uh, for, we're just around the corner from Election Day, which is kind of crazy. It's like we're all what is it like a week away from now, almost. Yeah, I mean, don't worry. I'm sure there's a countdown on every celebrity's Instagram. Nine days. Mm-hmm. Vote. Vote. <laughs> hey, Jason, vote. 
Uh, yeah, you know, we're we're out here. We're voting, but but more importantly, Halloween is is going to be canceled. <laughs> More important than the presidential election that literally our country's survival is hinging on. Halloween's just around the corner. Your words, not mine. But yeah, if that's the way you feel, Chris, it's all good. Um, that, those are actually your words. But yeah, go ahead. So I've no, you know, since we're 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 on our conspiracies, I I, I went to a unfortunately I went to a failing pumpkin carving activation. Um, which, which is, well, that's like the least likely thing that Chris Black would ever do. I'm assuming. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for you that you went to that, but I did like the final product. <laughs> okay, so I, I I've been carving a pumpkin, you know, more or less every year since I was, you know, a little Damn. child. I really be carving though. Yeah, you know, not not to flex, but um, <laughs> but I did notice. I don't know. I don't know if this is something that anyone else has noticed, but the usually when you carve a pumpkin into a jack-o'-lantern you put it on the on the porch put a candle in there you know people walk by and say that's great usually um you know that pumpkin will last a little while then after a few weeks uh or uh, you know maybe after a month or so it'll if somebody still is leaving it out it'll start kind of rotting and and molding and and kind of degrading a little bit you've seen you've seen a pumpkin that's all fucked up looking before right um yes i have so this this year the pumpkins, all the pumpkins at this activation were completely like rotted out, molded, like soaking wet with like weird bacterial infestation after like day two. Gross. So do you, are, are pumpkins are being you, built differently? Is this, is, I think that, I think that obviously big government has given, um, infected the pumpkin, uh, yeah. co- community with COVID. That's the only thing I can. That, that's the only thing. So I think that all these pumpkins have COVID, and and that is why they're dying a, a quick death. Okay, so this is sort of where I was going as well, but I wanted to kind of walk you there for, and then you can kind of tip the tip the ball in for the last the last putt. But yeah, I think I think that COVID is is able to be spread through pumpkins. Wow. And, and uh, this this could be a podcast exclusive, but. I think that I think that we have just uncovered a medical conspiracy, and you know who I think is leading this, Jason, is is crooked Fauci. <laughs> I what I think is that I think that Fauci is upset that Trump is is destroying him in the press, yeah, and in, instead, and and he's taking that out in America by infecting the pumpkins with COVID, mm-hmm. so that no one can celebrate Halloween and possibly spread the 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 novel coronavirus. Yeah, because before. You know, Fauci. He was in. He was just infecting the pumpkins with a little, uh, with a little ricotta cheese and stuffing them in a nice ravioli. <laughs> hey. Oh. Hey. But now, now he's taking that. He's taking. It's that, sinister. He's, he's it's sinister. It's, it's sinister. What it is is sinister. The way that he's he, doing he's an injection. He's decided that that if he's going to have to suffer at the hands of 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 uh, President Donald Trump, then yeah. the American people are going to have to suffer even more. We're already suffering enough with this idiot, but instead of instead of just the regular suffering, he's taken away our our holidays where we scare people. And it's I mean, not to mention this is Satan's holiday, so it feels mm-hmm. like a it feels like a Fauci Christian conspiracy. That's where I'm ending this. <laughs> mm. Signore Fauci, no. I I Jason, this is I'm glad you brought this up, and I'm glad we got to the bottom of it so quickly. Okay, well, also you know, uh, also speaking of food. The uh, the failing eater dot com website, which uh, is a, a food food news website that I'll check out sometimes. There's been a couple 
um, there's been a couple stories that have gotten attention, nationwide attention on there, where there was one story that came out um, against kettle chips, talking about yeah. how kettle chips are trash, blah, blah, blah. And then they just came out recently, like in the last few days, with a story defending how great candy corn is. And I, I wanted to They're know... Just, this, is, this is fucking bullshit clickbait by another f- big media company. Yes. First of all not liking kettle chips like who doesn't like those they're they're like a yeah. they're they're the the they're like the mid-range those aren't even like they're not the bougiest chips and they're not ruffles they're like the mid good chip like the salt and pepper ruffle chip from kettle excellent chip yeah i mean yeah you can get you can get kettle chip at the gas station it's not you what know. i'm saying is you can get better chips and you can get worse chips so why attack kettle I think people people seem to they they say that the kettle chip is too crunchy and it's, there's no such thing. There's no such thing. Your bitch is too crunchy. Then you know what I'm saying? Like, what does that even mean? Like, there's no a chip should be crunchy. It's like, do you want a soggy French fry? No, you want. You, there's no such thing as too crispy. Well, you also come from the 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 mindset that a sparkling water can't be too bubbly, right? I would like my eyes to tickle when I, I take want, a swig. I wonder if there's any any through line here, or yeah, or correlation between the two of of people who who need a bubbly blast and people who need a chip with a with a higher crunch crunchosity. Well, how do you feel as a food influencer with an exceptional palate? How mm-hmm. do you feel about about the kettle chip and what is your favorite flavor? I think don't, I, don't say like Korean barbecue. Or something. <laughs> I would never. I would never. So. <laughs> So I think if you if you are against the the beautiful brittle crunch of a kettle chip, then you have an underdeveloped chip palate, and you have wow. grown bang, up bang bang. You have Shots you, fired. you have grown up suckling the teat of big ruffle and big frito lay to the point where your understanding and thought of what a good chip is is you know a lays or a ruffle, which is you know it is a fine chip, but it's it's kind of it's the equivalent of being like. I don't like this like weird, this weird baguette. I I like Wonder Bread. You know, one exactly. uh, bread is supposed to be like this soft, sweet, chewy thing. And I go to France and I get a baguette. It's like really hard and crunchy and hard to chew. Great you comparison. Know, that's, that's that's the same. That's the same same thing going on. And if if this is why I keep you around, these food analogies that really brought it home for me. Yeah, that one and that one was off dumb. So. We know TJ comes in the booth black so you don't even have a legal pad. I don't I don't even do, you know, I don't I don't relegate my freestyles to only a Friday. This is this is this is Sunday service and I'm talking about fucking potato chips, bitch. <laughs> so yeah, that's I, what I think. I think I think that you you simply have a joyless life if you don't love that that special crunch and also if it really is hurting the inside of your mouth, you need to go back to eating school or some type of cotillion yeah, or something to where that's insane. you learn how. Yeah, because that was one of the main uh, the Do main. You know the, da- you know the damage I've done to the inside of my mouth over the years. I mean, the amount of the amount of uh, like we're, fucking- we're no, we're not even talking about the post nasal drip. No, we're talking about the blunt. You get I've, I've lit my mouth on fire. You know, sucking too hard, <laughs> sucking too hard on the backwoods. You know what I'm saying? Woo! Yeah, don't even. Don't even talk about the back of my throat. You know that shit's raw as hell. That, mm-hmm. that, that, it's, that's looking like the inside of my thighs after a hundred mile ride. Like that, <laughs> it ain't it ain't good, man. It ain't good. But I do think that that story. So CB's wet little mouth rode hard, hung up wet, is what you're saying. One hundred. And I do think that the and and I do think that that eater is. I mean, this and the candy corn story are obviously mm. like 
I, I see what you're doing, and you want clicks, and it's working, and we're yeah. talking about it, so it's working. I'm not, I'm not mad at that from a, a uh, you know, CPM journalism level. I think it's sure. fine, but, but I don't. Those are, I mean, as a person who has hot takes all the time, um, I under, I have to respect them for publishing that. Okay, well, th- I guess my next question is, is, do you have any similar controversial opinions as it might pertain to the food world? Like for, for example. I, I grew up enjoying the the flavors of eating a peanut butter and pickle sandwich, and that's something that a lot of people find to be odd and disgusting. But I I happen to enjoy it, and some other people out there, you know, shout outs to my fam at Grillo's Pickles. They make a great pick. Do not shout out a pickle company on this podcast. What if pickles they, what actually, if they drop hate... off the bag, Chris? What if they drop off the bag? Then oh, okay. I'll talk about anything for money. I hate pickles, actually. I hate <laughs> them. I, I never I never eat them. I think pickled I, I don't mind a pickled vegetable side if I'm you know, if I'm if 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 I'm feeling crazy, but I, I don't But as, but pick, a, a cucumber, you don't like a pickled cucumber. Um I yes no I know what you're doing there um I don't I don't I don't like pickles as sliced I don't like them when people crunch into them like it's a fucking banana um they're pick pickles are bad I love crunching um, into a nice banana you know but the way people are like really people are really on a fence about like something like cilantro like I I just cilantro is fine I don't have any feelings about it I'll eat if it's there but and I'm not gonna take it off but I'm not gonna request extra either so you've always been a, a anti pickle pickler i'm i'm on the front lines of anti-pickledom i wonder what i wonder what the uh the origin story of that is well it's interesting because you know the 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 chick-fil-a franchise which is obviously from atlanta um their their famous chicken sandwich does come with two pickles and that's a big part of the recipe mm-hmm. and i think that maybe that's why i always preferred the morning chicken biscuit because there's <laughs> no there's no opportunity for a pickle but then others i know people that would add jelly grape je- classic smuckers grape jelly to a chicken biscuit which sounds twisted that's some that's some side chick behavior <laughs> not not to use the chicken word but they <laughs> don't but also grape jelly on the chicken sandwich pussy is probably some of the best pussy that you can get down in, in georgia i'm assuming um probably it's a it's a it's a it's a tastefully and wonderfully unrefined move that might be good but you know it, it 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 might dance on the palate the way a salt fat acid heat perfect thing would do but the uh i i a lot of people have a strong strong fear of of pickled foods and also and also mustard like they will be they will have like fright run through their body at the at the I, thought I of eating a, a an acidic pickle I don't mind mustard actually, but I don't ever. I don't really have the opportunity to have it that often. I don't eat. A, I don't eat a lot of foods that are mustard delivery. You're not vehicles. a sandwich cat. No, sandwiches are crazy. Who eats sandwiches? I mean, I used to eat a sandwich almost every day for lunch when I was obviously heavier, and I realized the error of my ways, and I haven't had a sandwich since. Um, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on Larchmont. I'm on. They know me at Larchmont, bro. I'm, I'm holding down the block. I haven't had a sandwich all the time I've been in L.A. What was the sandwich that you would order when uh, when you were at your heaviest? Uh, it was it was a place. Don't do that. Uh, it was a it, it was a restaurant in tri, it was a, it was a lunch place in Tribeca. Shout out to Dana, dear Dana, and Jeff Hendrickson uh, called Cafe Clementine mm-hmm. that would de- that would deliver uh, to our office. And it was um it was a uh, pizza Bianco bread. Okay, with, what pizza oh, Bianco? So the, so just like pizza crust. Like well, it's like a thin like focaccia style bread, like okay. square. Okay, okay. With, 
with arugula, mm-hmm. um, sun-dried tomatoes, mm. and par- parmesan. Um, and boy, it was good as hell. So that that's all that's on. So it's bread, arugula, and sun-dried tomatoes. And cheese and Parmesan. And, and I Parmesan. think there, there might have been something else, but it really was that simple and that good. And, and it was like the bread was like thin and a little chewy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, as a chip lover, I would always grab a bag of crunchy kettles. Okay. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, my favorite, I guess my all-time favorite might be the the Honey Dijon. But now I have grown recently to to love and enjoy the pepperoncini flavor of kettle. Wow. I didn't know that was a th- thing oh it is a thing it gives you it gives you a nice sweet heat there's a little bit of you know uh, like the jalapeno one it's good but i don't i don't like a super spicy chip i like the i like, I like the hal- I, I like jalapeno chips a lot but much like the spicy boiled peanut i feel like i have to take a shower after <laughs> i could not eat if i ate a bag of jalapeno chips i would love it and my mouth would be on fire and delighted but i would have to take a shower immediately I love that. Yeah. I forgot. Just, I forgot that some foods make you have to shower. <laughs> is that is that weird? Is that not a thing that other people experience? I mean, not you because you're you'll eat anything. But um, I'm gonna say that is weird. I don't know anyone else who has ever told me that certain foods make them have to shower. I mean, I I, I feel that way about washing my hands after I eat certain foods. Like I can't do anything yeah, until same. I wash my hands after I've done many many activities in the world. This is pre-COVID, you know what I'm saying? I'm an early, I'm an early adopter to the washer. When I was a kid, if my mom didn't have the Dial hand soap antibacterial, I'd be like, "This isn't happening." Wow. You're telling me the Stewart household didn't have Aesop? That's crazy, man. I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. Dude. Oh, did did uh, did your poverty house, is real? I didn't. Yeah. Well, I grew I grew up not um, you know not sucking on the silver spoon like you did, Chris. Please, uh, my my mom doesn't even know what Aesop is. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we were a dial household as well. The classic dial actually that that smell brings back nice memories for me. Yeah, dial is is great. You know, it was a couple dollars more than the than the failing soft soap, which is like a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> it's also not a store brand. You know, that's that's one thing that I do love about my parents is they were brand loyal. They weren't buying shit store brand Publix, Kroger. They were bringing mm-hmm. that shit that shit into our household. We were bringing low price name brands in our household. Yeah, actually, my my house as well. For for how little money we grew up having, that was one thing that I've also taken of just like, even even if it's just like a band aid or like aspirin, any of that stuff where you know it's you're not going to ever be able to tell the difference. It's just knowing that it's a real brand. Just give you know, it, just puts placebo. the, the mind at ease. It makes it work better. I really believe that. Much like kettle chips. <sighs> Much like the kettle chip, ain't that? Uh, I need to try. I need to try the 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 uh, pepperoncini flavor. Pepperoncini. I need to try that because I'm I'm more of a classic salt or the, I love a salt and pepper chip. That's actually my favorite chip. <laughs> I love a classic salt chip. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, my favorite f- chip flavor, a nice salt one. Oh, baby. What about bagels? You don't need a bagel, right? Oh God, I love bagels, but I haven't had one in years. Do you love bagels? Why were you bagel shaming me then? Because I am jealous, and that's how I lash out. Oh, okay. Well, there's oh my a- God, and everything bagel double toasted with butter, and if you're hungover with a ginger ale, that's a fucking money shot. Wow, everything or, or, bagel double toasted with butter, or an everything bagel, uh, not toasted with a uh, regular classic cream cheese and cucumber and tomato. 
So not toasted, soft, cream cheese. Okay, okay, I see. So you know what? I think this is maybe the first time you and I have a lot fully aligned as it pertains to the culinary arts. What 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 are you aligning with me on exactly? Okay, if if a if a bagel is going to be like a a crunchy toaster, yeah, then butter all the way because you want to experience that toast like uh, simplicity yes, exactly. and the you know the the flavor combination of of a of a bread and a butter together. If God. done correctly, it's what, it's, there's nothing. There's no. There's no greater food. It's how God intended. When I was at when I was at Justa, you know, last weekend, I, I had to order the the sourdough and butter, and I had to eat it, and it was fucking delicious. It's so good. Feeling I was feeling absolutely open on a Sunday after having a slice of bread with some butter, not toasted, not toasted, just soft and raw. <laughs> <laughs> just soft and raw. Um, wait, what were we talking about? I lost my train. Bagels. Oh, okay. So yeah. Uh, not to sleep on the, the the beautiful simplicity of a of a toasted buttered bagel, nothing else on it, um, as to not walk all over the the subtle flavors of the bread. But then, if you are going to go softy, that's when you hit it with the cream cheese, and then a simple a simple cucumber and tomato, little salt and pepper is very mm-hmm. nice on there. It's great. We don't need really- we don't need. I've always thought that the cream cheese and the lox schmear too much. It's it's overpowering. The flavor of smoked salmon is really strong. I had a lot of bagels in New York for a long time, um, you know. But I, I I mean, out here it's a it's a wasteland. Like I know people go to what's the what's the place in Larchmont called Sam's? Yeah, but that's that's not real. There's actually I want to give a shout out uh, a friend of mine. There's a, a bagel company called Courage Bagels. And they just great name. It sounds like a cool hardcore band. <laughs> it, it, that What's is up? Vibe. We're fucking Courage Bagels from Syracuse, <laughs> New York. Let's they, tear this fucking pit up. Courage Bagels does have cool um, merchandise. You know what I'm saying? They have. Like, I mean, I, I would not. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to promote carbohydrates like that. But I appreciate that they're they're <laughs> diversifying their business. It's smart. Okay, but they. I think literally this weekend, like yesterday and today. Is when they uh, when they opened. So oh wow, so they're, where they're is in, it? They're in the Virgil Village, like very close to um, your favorite Squirrel? restaurant, Squirrel. Yeah, hell yeah! Shout out to Squirrel. Shout out to that crispy rice, baby. But also shout out to Chris. They they're the only bagel place in LA that I know of that is doing a Montreal style bagel, where it's a little bit more, a little bit smaller and a little bit more um, crunchy baked. You know, it's less of a soft and chewy boy and more of a hard cruncher. So, uh, you know, go check them out. Uh, I actually, I won't, but I like the idea. I won't. Okay. That's fine. Where did, where did you have that bagel that day downtown? Was it at the, was it at downtown? That was Wexler's Deli, which is a good bagel. But what do you, what is, what is the best bagel in LA if you had to choose right now? (sighs) I mean, there used to there used to be Brooklyn Bagel Company. I think it was like, yeah, kind of near Echo Park. That one had like a but I'm my I'm an all time like everything bagel, cream cheese. That's pretty much all I need. I don't I don't need anything else. But if I'm feeling saucy, I, I do like a little caper, a little thin red onion, uh, cucumber, and tomato. As long as the tomato is in season, though. Well, of course, but I mean, also, it goes that. Well, it would, unfortunately, it it still needs to be mentioned. But another weird part about me in, with that is one of my all time favorite pieces of sushi is the Philadelphia roll. The combination of cream cheese and sour and uh, and smoked that's, salmon. 
truly shocking to me. Isn't th- that is like the most white boy shit I've ever heard you say? I know, but I mean, it is it is obviously a fucked up thing to eat. But something about the combination, the flavor combination of cream cheese, salmon, avocado, cucumber, and then soy sauce, like the fermented saltiness, you know. Something about it, I just—it's just, it's just a, the perfect, the perfect symphony of flavors. I mean, look, you know better than me, bro. You know, thank you. You know better than me. I trust you when it comes to the palate, you know. But uh, that's about it. So <laughs> don't don't try to don't don't try to push that you push your luck, loser. I won't. Um. Uh, okay. Damn. I'm thinking about bagels now. Yeah, I mean, maybe next weekend when you have another cheat time, we can go. Uh, we can go get a bagel. Why? Why don't you make some? I think making a bagel is a little bit of a fool's errand. It, it requires a lot. You have to you have to boil it. In you have like, to boil it, right? You have Do you to boil, boil it, it and then bake it. Yeah, you have to boil it and then bake it. But you can't just you don't just boil it in water. It's like a combination of like a, like a malt solution. Like oh, yeah, there, there's some extra up. shit you gotta do, and it's one of those things where it's like you could learn how to make it and make it, and you're gonna fuck it up. For like fifty times before it'll you, never, before it, you get it, something that's like a truly bomb ass bagel, it'll never be that good either. I'm sure it'll be good, but it won't be that good. And you know the really good bagels they're made in like the big bread ovens or a wood oven if you're doing it the real way. Well, as you know, Jason, the the best bagels come from New York because of the New York City tap water, much like the pizza. You know, the, a lot of people might I I like to believe that. might I think debate that. I think it's funny think it's, as well, and that and they say the same thing about the pizza crust. Yeah. I think it's funny and also maybe partially true. I think that's more of a placebo than anything. But I think I'm just mi- I think I might just be missing the Big Apple, TJ. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of missing I'm, it as well. I, I want to go back. I want to go over there before it gets too cold. Um, I know LP really wants to go because she's just dying to get out of out of LA and go hang out in well, New York. Let, let me let me know, bro. You can you can stay at, at Done to Death Projects World Headquarters, and I I will you know. I'll go to Glendale and take care of your fucking dog for the weekend and, and you know, play like I'm a suburban dad. Wow, you want to do this. <laughs> I like it. No, I don't really. I mean, I've never walked a dog alone in my entire life. It actually kind of terrifies me. Why does it um, terrify <laughs> Because I feel like dogs, they're they are literally wild animals. They get off the leash and then you know, get hit by a car and then it's Chris's fault. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's not my fault. The, and, and, if, and if this was some type of like 80s sitcom scenario... You would you would have to go find a dog that looks exactly like our dog that is now deceased, and then pretend mm. as if this dog was our dog, and then we're going to be like. I mean that that that's not, a little I might, off with little. I might a- little actually whiskers. do that. I might actually do that. <laughs> that that's not eighties. That's like really where my mind goes. <laughs> well, you, that's something that you're going to have to work on and get over as you as you get older and you begin welcoming little little uh little mini cbs into the world you know those those hills to climb are are out there the only mini the only mini cbs i'm letting out of the world are episodes of this podcast so don't <laughs> don't 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 worry i mean this podcast has been off leash for a long time <laughs> well uh, yeah I, I agree but also one thing that i found in walking in la you look like a serial killer or a criminal unfortunately now unless you have you a, dog a dog on a leash yeah if I if if my six nine goofy looking ass was to walk around the neighborhood just like walk, 
people are going to look at me through their window blinds. They're, they might dial 9-1 on their phone and wait for window, me to... Window blinds. You mean the blinds? Yeah, they will. They will look through the blind, the miniature blinds in their windows and aren't windows a way to like see out into the world, you know? And they're going to look at me and be like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's just walking around. Why isn't he like in his house? Why isn't he in a car? Why, you know? But if you have any dog on the leash, they're, they're just going to wave at me and be like, howdy ho, neighbor. And so you can experience the, the, the pure, un- unadulterated joy. It's the only way to really enjoy walking in public in Los Angeles is if you have a fucking dog. But then, unfortunately, you, I would love to see Chris doing the stop and chat of like, oh, my God, what is his name? How old is I was what, actually, what kind of dog is it? I was with my buddy on Larchmont. He had a dog, and we walked around, and we had to do that. And I was like, I, I always, I, I, I've witnessed it so many times in my life where sometimes I feel like people just don't talk at all, which is very weird. And mm-hmm. some people, I, I just, how could you not talk while your dogs are sniffing each other for five minutes? Like, I, yeah. I, it's weird not, it's weird not to talk. It is weird, but it's a good way to let me know instantly that this person is a weirdo creep, and it's time to keep it moving. Good point. And I'm sure that's what they think of you, too, when they see Frankenstein, you know, wobbling down the street with his little dog. Well, you know, as a content creator, I like to think of life as a story that I have the ability to write while I'm living it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? So so you're saying that life is a choose your own adventure and you choose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anytime I'm walking, walking the dog down the sidewalk and I interact with somebody that I, I can I can make that interaction however I want to be just for my own personal amusements, you know? I can make them, You are you can, are a, you are a master of interaction, I would say that. <laughs> I will stop and chat and I will chat some more. But, you know, the more you do that, you know, the more, you know, the more cool interactions you have, you might meet somebody that you end up liking. You know, you Jason, might you know what a, I really like? You know, what I, you, you know what I really like is cool interactions. That's oh. a, that's a that's something that I look mm-hmm. for every day. That's airy day is cool interactions. You know, uh, speaking of cool. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm. I, I have nothing more to say. I was. I was, I was re- just. I, I was. I was reminded of a cool interaction we had on Friday where we went to a taco truck and ate, oh yeah, we <laughs> yes, ate street so tacos sick. on the hood of your car, and I was like, this is also a very un Chris Black activity to be doing. Whereas normally you would prefer to enjoy the white tablecloth service of a restaurant where. You are now drinking, you know, some some crystal geyser out of a plastic water bottle, eating some some quesadillas while you're standing on the asphalt. It was a uh, it was nice to see you, and I was wondering how, uh, you know, how did that change you? Did that affect Jason, your? Jason, don't your... act like don't act like I'm some hoity toity. That's not who I am, Jason. I'm willing to get into the slums with the regular American people whenever I need to if there's something I want to have involved. Um, okay. So. You know, when it comes to Taco Zone is an L.A. legend, and I love going there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also, that's the traditional way to enjoy that. I would not try to, um, uh, you know, bastardize that experience with my kind of, you know, my comfort. But you but you would never eat in the in the car, though, because no, of the, eating in the, of eating the, in the car. Yeah, eating in the car is demented, disgusting behavior. Well, LP loves to eat in the car because, I, I, because of the... Be, she believes that certain foods you have to eat them as soon as it is handed to you, mm. or uh, so like tacos are that way. 
she uh, might be right. I mean, she might well, be she right. She absolutely I just, is right. I mean, like obviously, sushi is that way. Is like there's certain foods that as soon well, as well su- for sushi, I just obviously go to the chef's table in the back room. I don't. I would never eat yeah. that in a car. Omakase yeah. black, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's 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 your new failed whiskey brand. <laughs> your new <laughs> Japanese whiskey brand, Omakase black. <laughs> That's a good name. It is. Um, good. I think. I think. I think she's right about that. And I also think that that um, I just don't care that much about how the food tastes. But like, I'll, uh, like sometimes we'll we'll pull up at Popeyes for a demented lunch, and we'll eat it in the car. You know, like but you know, like French fries, burgers. As soon as as soon as that is wrapped and handed in a bag to you, it is dying, and it's dying quickly. And that that's they'll say that on in like the restaurant world, like. I got, you know, like table 12, you know, their Caesar's dying on the line. That means like it's just sitting there. The lettuce is wilting. Okay, Bourdain, calm down. We, we know what it means. <laughs> okay, relax. Relax, <laughs> so, guy. So, so you have to eat it in the car. But then the problem is the Tesla be smelling like onions for a motherfucker. I will never, I will never, I will, I won't, I wouldn't even open a bag of kettle chips in the car. <laughs> I only drink water and smoothies in the car. All right. That's what it. would you rather, if you had to, you know, gun to your head, you have to eat, you have to eat a, a veggie burger and French fries and a, uh, and a peanut butter milkshake. Is it going to be Damn. in the car or is it going to be in the bed? Oh God, Jason! <laughs> in the car, I okay. guess. Okay, God, I mean, you... at least with the at least with the car, I could just leave all the windows open and let it air out while mm-hmm. I'm inside podcasting. You know. Okay, when you're in the hotel room, this is the last question, and then we're gonna go for the day. When you're in the hotel room and you order the room service, I don't know if that's something you may have never done before, but I I actually hate room service. But that's another podcast. <laughs> do you do you eat? Have do you ever eat the room service in the bed, or do you? Have them wheel the cart over to the the desk. Oh no, area, sweetie! They they, the wheel, they they wheel the cart over, and Daddy pulls his chair up for his eggs, orange juice, and toast for sixty six dollars. <laughs> okay, so you would never eat in bed, in, even when it's room service. I would never eat in bed, and and to be honest, I don't think men should eat in bed. Okay, what if there is an office marathon? Stick with me. Don't do that. Don't do this. <laughs> now it's gonna get this question's getting harder. Okay, what if TBS Characters Welcome is playing? <laughs> Non-stop, back-to-back episodes of The Office. We're in season four, that sweet spot where Chris likes Damn. it. The French Prime. fries come. The little ketchups are in the little glass jars. Nothing is going to spill. There's a little plastic cellophane around your Diet Coke in the wine glass. That's To me, that is pure, pure living, especially I, if you I, have like a Zanny or something like that. Okay, now, now this is getting dark, and I'm getting upset because... Mm-hmm. I as many pills as I take in hotel rooms, I still never stoop to the level of eating in bed. Damn, that's that is honestly, I'm proud of you because that's really hard to pull out. Because I have definitely like been on drugs or alcohol in the hotel room, room service, you know, after the club or whatever. Wake up with like you know French fry on the pillow next to you type shit. You know, a little bit no. of shredded lettuce underneath the blanket I've, somehow. I've, I've, I've woken up and there's been like a room service tray outside the door because I zonked out and didn't get it, didn't receive it. <laughs> yes, with yes, a, yes. Also, with a, maybe with a Papa John's delivery, similar, similar, out, similar so outcome. You, yeah, like when, like when you're in San Diego or something like that. Exactly. You, you know what? When, when, when I was <laughs> in San Diego with the Cobra Snake doing that party there, it uh-huh. was just 
you know, we got home late. The taco place was closed. I had to call. I had to call the papa. Mm-hmm. You had to call papa. Papa knocks and, and rings a few times, but knock all you want, brother. I ain't waking knock, up. Knock all you want, bro, because something else knocked first, and it's called OxyContin. <laughs> um, okay, right, well, Jason, it's been a pleasure talking to you this Sunday. Um, and we have another jam-packed week of, of guests and live and we also are going to have something extra special and new um coming for you later this week but just stay tuned to the, the only podcast that matters and also lastly as we approach our 100th episode we have a couple merchandise <laughs> collaborations that are going to be dropping in the next week or two so um keep your eyes peeled on can you believe can you believe that my friend and i have given you this much free content it's honestly it's 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 i it's almost abusing ourselves how how much we're giving yeah you know we've we've given you in in like six months a podcast output of two years i know most of these lazy losers i mean you know mark Marin does one podcast to two podcasts a week wow get in line yeah that's it's just us and joe rogan you know at at this point at the top it's just us to quote at the top it's just us um, okay. All right, Jason. I'll talk to you later. Bye, Chris. Bye.